We love hub. There's so many different things. And, the, you know, you're worried enough because of your own health. Then you want to go to somebody and get the real story. There's all this conflicting information. It's kind of like, what news channel do you watch? And there's a divide there. And I feel like there's a divide in the healthcare system too, of like what's going on, like different modalities and people are really for them and really against them. And it's very interesting, but it's great that you guys are doing this podcast because people need to hear these different things that maybe they don't have time to research themselves. Hi guys, ready for some more V-Love on the Hub? This is our podcast about menopause, where we discuss all the lovely things to expect when you can no longer expect. I'm Sue Delara. I'm Anne Katari. And I'm Judy DeMello. All right, so on the docket today is something we didn't know much about before we started working on this podcast, women's sexual health and wellness, spas and centers. And now just wait, don't get all judgy as yet. Just listen first, because this is a business that's definitely a growing trend. And why not? We have centers for every kind of wellness, right? Yep, that's true. We do. There are spiritual wellness centers, and there are fat farms to get our bodies well and in shape. And, you know, I even went to a corporate wellness center once. Exactly. So why shouldn't we have a spa for our vaginal wellness too? It's true. But I have to admit, when I first heard about the vagina spa in New York City, I did have this knee-jerk reaction and thought, what the fuck? Do you guys remember when I saw the ad for it and I kind of joked about it? I thought, oh my God, it's like a nail salon for my cooch? I mean, do I just go in and ask for a buff and polish, please. <laughs> I think you can go in and ask for a buff and polish. But, you know, I think we all had a similar reaction when I saw that ad and I thought, if I have a problem with my genitalia, shouldn't I go see a doctor? Because it's a medical issue, not a lifestyle one. But it is a lifestyle issue. It's about improving the quality of life as we hit menopause. If you listened to our last episode, you know that I went to the V-Spot Medispa to get help with my incontinence issues. And by the way, the first person that I saw there was a board-certified gynecologist. I'm just saying. Okay, point taken. I guess it's the word spa that threw me off because, you know, it conjures the wrong imagery. It doesn't sound like somewhere I'd go and be okay with people poking around my vagina. <laughs> but Judy, you interviewed Cindy Barshop, the CEO and the founder of the V-Spot Medispa. Did she help change your mind? Yes, for sure. She's a very impressive businesswoman, a real pioneer of sexual health spas. And she makes a great case for the fact that women's sexual health needs are horribly underserved because you're not going to get the latest treatments and technologies by going to your regular GP or gynecologist. You're just not. You'll get maybe estrogen creams, HRT, or other more traditional options. But there's so much more available these days. Not many gynecologists will recommend the Amcella chair, even though it is FDA approved. So the bigger picture is 
a sexual wellness spa is simply another option for women. And you know what? The more options we have, the better off we are. That's right. Before we go any further, let me just make it clear that Sue, Judy, and I are not experts. We're definitely not medical experts, so we're not endorsing any particular spa or treatment, and we're not getting paid to promote anyone or anything we discuss on our show. We're just putting the information out there, and you decide. Right. It's totally up to you to do the research and educate yourself and decide whether something is right or wrong for you. Okay, so let's listen to Cindy Barshop, and then we'll hear Anne's interview with Elaine Kupinga, who founded the Obaton Women's Wellness Center in Newport Beach, California. So sit tight and don't forget Kegel Away. Welcome to V Love Hub, Cindy. I'm so happy to be here. So would you start by giving us a quick bird's eye view of your life and work? Sure, sure. I've always been in some type of women's health taboo subjects. In 1998, I think I started the first women's laser hair removal spa, Madison Avenue, called Completely Bare. And we basically coined the phrase completely bare wax (laughs) and hair removal. And we wound up having, you know, a chain of spas across the country. And then I sold the company and I had two kids and I had urinary leakage and I started researching what could I do. And I was helping out another friend with an aesthetic company that a laser aesthetic company she was opening up. And I met with one of the presidents of this laser company said, oh, there's new CO2 fractional laser technology that's coming to the States. So in Europe, After women have babies, they do something for the vaginal canal, which is a CO2 laser. They use the CO2 laser to bring back the elasticity of the vaginal canal for the woman. So I researched the technology. I heard it helps with urinary leakage. When the first one came to the States on the Eastern region, I drove two and a half hours. I got a treatment and it worked like amazing. Definitely a placebo effect. So (laughs) I literally went out and bought a machine about two months later, just because it worked so well on me. But then I started researching all the different technologies and all the different things. I think it's 80 million women in the United States have vaginal atrophy. And Three simple treatments with the Femulif actually changes the vaginal atrophy, the tissue, to make it super healthy again so they can have intimacy. Let's back up for one minute and say I walk into your spa in New York City and I say I'm 59 years old. I have been in menopause now full on for a few years, maybe three or four years, but I'm still having a rough go of it. Now I'm really suffering with vaginal dryness and sleeplessness or maybe urinary leakage, what happens next? When you come in, you fill out your medical history, which explains all that. And then you meet with me, basically, and I give you a little bit overview of the dynamics of the company to explain the treatment processes, how it's the tissue we take care of, the muscles, and all the different applications. Then the doctor goes in and recommends a treatment plan for them. Usually for the dryness, it's a CO2 laser. You need three treatments once a month. There's no pain or downtime. And then you get lubrication back. We also have products. We call them good sex. 
that actually are suppositories that are clinically proven to outperform estrogen creams, what gynecologists tell, tell you to use. That would be the first thing. Then there's a chair you could sit on that does 11,000 Kegels for you in um, 28 minutes. So it's FDA approved for urinary leakage. Is that the most popular treatment you think in, in your spa? In all honesty, there's so many different treatments that we do. What happens are most women, like one out of four women have urinary leakage. I would say women through going through perimenopause and menopause, I would say more than 50% have painful sex and vaginal dryness. Other women have difficulty orgasming. It's usually a combination of the treatments. They'll usually start off with one and women are shocked how well they work. Then they start off with the other one. Like in the beginning, they're like, oh no, my orgasm's okay. And then they'll do the O shot afterwards because all these different treatments are very simple and they really give you some self-esteem, control, quality of life and intimacy again. And you have gynecologists there who will advise women on their treatments. Yes, 100%. So where's the disconnect between the gynecologists who are sitting in your office, in your spa, offering these these treatments versus the gynecologist sitting in her or his office. Right. Well, usually like if you go to a gynecologist and you say you have painful sex, they'll either say an estrogen cream or get a dildo, use it and use a lubricant. The reason being is unfortunately we're at a shortage of gynecologists in the United States. I don't know if anybody really knows that. And the time frame that they get to see a patient, it takes months to get an appointment. And it's that pap smear, one, two, three, and you move on. These doctors have so many patients that they don't have enough time for it. And also the other thing is the amount of their insurance is so high. And these machines are $100,000, $200,000. We have a million dollars worth of machines here and technology. And that's not where their business is. They're doctors. They're not business people. I, as a business person connected with the top scientists and doctors and said, we have to put all this technology in one place. One of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast is that we, meaning my group of girlfriends and I, we knew so little about menopause. And it was really just talking to each other that was so helpful. But it was also, it, it really pointed to sort of layers and layers of discrimination and ageism and outdated opinions of women, sexual health and how did you get all this information in order to open a spa that offers these kind of treatments for women 40 plus years one you're 100% right the inequalities of women's sexual health or just health is just the more you get involved the more the inequalities you see and the frustration level that you see on every level whether it be talking about it advertising Instagram, Facebook, the public, it's just such a taboo subject for women to have like equal rights in the bedroom, which is kind of crazy. But I got into the, the field and I was lucky enough to kind of been matched up with just a, a brilliant doctor. And as new technologies come out, there was just so few places like myself in women's health that when a new laser came out, most of the big laser companies came to me and told me about these new technologies and we tried them out. So I was lucky enough to kind of be a pioneer of opening one of the first sexual health spas. So when anything's new is coming out, whether a product or a technology, they actually come to us because we're known in the industry. 
What is the V plump all about? The plump? <laughs> so as we age, the labia manure, just like every other part of our body, deflates. The fat goes down, there's less elasticity. So there's two reasons people do the V plump. To plump up for the visual of the labia majeure. And sometimes they do it because the labia manure is hanging down and they want to protect it because it hurts. We utilize platelet-rich plasma, which is your own blood, and stem cells to actually plump up the labia majeure. It's really just the spinning of the blood to get the stem cells. So it probably takes about a half hour. And then it gets better and better. We do something called the vampire breast lift, which is a PRP. It's not a full breast lift. Basically what it is, it's like wearing a, a push-up bar after women have babies and they get droopy. It actually just increases the collagen and the, the tissue and it gives it like a fresh look. It's nice. What is the vagatial? We have like a spa area where we do vaginal and anal lightening, V-steams, which is a relaxation and a vagatial is just like a facial. They just clean up the bikini area so it's smooth. Some listeners might just be rolling their eyes at all of this and saying this is just vanity treatments for women with money and similar to plastic surgery and Botox or whatever. What do you say to your detractors? It's a terrible thing to judge other people. And we're not promoting that you have to look like this or you have to look like that. Just like somebody who's an esthetician is not promoting that you need perfect skin. We're just saying if something's bothering you, whether it be physical or intimate, then let's fix it. If there's simple ways of doing it. If you want to judge me, judge me. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's. Re- I just think there's just such negativity and focus. Somebody wants to fix something, even vaginoplasty or labiaplasty. Why shouldn't they? If it makes them feel better. So it makes them feel good. I mean, think about how many people fake orgasm. Why do we fake orgasm? I mean, everything about women's sexual health is just backwards. And you have two daughters? A son and a daughter. Are you open about the subject with them? Absolutely. I have a funny story. Let me tell you a really a mama story. The kids were here waiting for us, waiting for me. This is like two years ago. And they're taking a long time. And my kids, of course, are getting ref- restless. And I'm just another minute till the client leaves. And my little boy turns around and he goes, her vagina is going to be really shiny. That's very funny. <laughs> I say, yeah, I'd like a shiny vagina too. Oh my God, sign me up for a shiny vagina, please. Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, me too. <laughs> and um, I 100% agree with her about offering solutions for women. If they're not for you, don't go. It's that simple. For me, sitting on the Imcella chair really helped me with my issues, and I'm glad I gave it a go. Because now you don't have to go as often as you used to, Anne. (laughs) Right? (laughs) All right. Well, don't forget, if you need more information or contact details on everything discussed on the Hub today, please visit our website at vlovehub.com. And if you're a West Coast V lover, then listen up, because here comes Anne speaking with Elaine Kopinga, the founder of the Obaton Women's Wellness Center in Newport Beach, California. Good morning, Anne. It's a pleasure to be here. 
Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Just tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into the Women's Wellness Collective. I'm a nurse practitioner and certified nurse midwife. So I deliver babies. I manage women during the prenatal period, during the postpartum period. I also work with women through the entirety of their reproductive cycles. Anything from the onset of puberty clear through postmenopausal. It's interesting. My undergrad is in business and I think growing up, I always knew that I wanted to work with women and, and work in women's health, but I kind of deviated a little bit through college and I actually started graduate school for business. Then one day I just kind of had this awakening where I realized, you know, your passion has always kind of been to work with women. So I think it's time to pursue that. So I pivoted and got my master's uh, in nursing and then pursued my specialty in women's health and nurse midwifery. One of the things that I realized was that, especially in our modern medical system, that we really lack a safe place for women who are dealing with pelvic health issues, sexual health issues, and postpartum. And then I realized, you know, I think what I want to do is really kind of start my own thing, working with women in this space. And I have an amazing medical director. He's a world-renowned urogynecologist, Dr. Mickey Karam. The two of us have kind of collaborated and teamed up to, to start this venture. Tell me a little bit about this venture. I looked on it on your website. You have pelvic health. You have cosmetic gynecology. You have vaginal rejuvenation. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> and sexual wellness. So there's a lot. But first of all, my thing is incontinence. And I see that that's part of your pelvic health program, right? Yes, absolutely. When women are dealing with incontinence, I think that a lot of women have felt that their options are one of three things. Deal with it, wear a pad, take medications that may have some significant side effects, including dry mouth, dry skin, constipation, or go straight to surgery. The surgery lifts the bladder back up into the pelvic floor, and that helps to reduce the incidence of leakage. I always ask my patients, do you have any issues with incontinence? And they say, no, no. And then when I ask, do you leak when you jump on the trampoline? Yes, I do. Well, that, that's incontinence. What we have typically done in Western medicine is tell women, great, you're having incontinence, go do your Kegel exercises, and come back and see us in six weeks. Problem is, it is very difficult to correctly do Kegel exercises. And we know now that as many as 85% of women are unable to correctly isolate that muscle and do the exercise correctly. So things like the Amsala chair, things like these devices that you can use at home that you insert in the vagina that allow you to see that you're doing the exercises correctly and training to do it correctly. They're, they're huge because once you can isolate that muscle, do the exercise correctly, most women will see some sort of result. And what the treatments like the Amsala chair, I do the Empower Radio Frequency made by Enmo. That's one of my number one treatments that I use to help women strengthen their pelvic floor. And how does that work? It uses radio frequency. It's a wand that we insert in the vaginal canal and it heats up. The woman feels just a very mild warmth. And it's about a 15-minute treatment that we do. It's not painful. And what that does is it increases the blood flow to the pelvic floor. The result is then a bulk feeling or a tightening in the pelvic floor. You're going to feel stronger. You're going to feel tighter. Go home. Continue doing your Kegel exercises because now that you feel that extra tightening and that extra strength, this will help you with your exercises. So now I know there's another device for me. Absolutely. And it's called Empower and it's made by InMode. And on that platform, there's many different things that we do to treat various 
conditions that women may experience after having a baby, during menopause, just for enhanced sexual experience. It got its start in really treating incontinence. Let's go into cosmetic gynecology. Here's the thing about cosmetic gynecology. I stress to people so much when breast implants and breast augmentation first came out, it was this really big deal and people thought, why are people doing this? You have to be so vain to do this. And now it's normalized, right? Cosmetic gynecology really is the, the same thing. I think that it used to be thought of as if you are going to treat something in your vagina for sexual enhancement or just because you want it to look better, you must be so vain. You must be a sex addict. Like who does that? And I think that one of the things that Viagra and Cialis has done is that it's made people have this conversation that hey we're having sex longer we're enjoying it so it's not that you're 60 and you're no longer having intercourse you're 60 you're 70 you're having sex you want to enjoy it and I think it's also opened up the conversation for women who have said you know I have lost weight and in losing weight my vagina looks different I've had a baby and in having a baby it looks different. It, sex feels different for me and my partner. I've gone through menopause and it just it feels different and I want to have a better experience. And that's what cosmetic gynecology really comes down to. What you feel as a woman you need to enhance your experience in the bedroom and to feel confident. It's great. Whether that means what we call like a vaginoplasty, what a vaginoplasty will do is help to tighten the vaginal canal. When I do a treatment with either my laser or my radiofrequency, I can get a great result. And what about the other one for the... Um... Labia. Labiaplasty is if a woman feels uncomfortable, it's not just she feels uncomfortable with the look of the vagina. Sometimes the labia can be large. It can be long. It can be uncomfortable. It can catch in your underwear, catch in your clothing. Or some women feel that when they wear clothing, they can see it protruding. A labioplasty is a great procedure to just help remove excess skin, improve the appearance, and improve the feel of the vagina. Because for some women, it really just is, it's very uncomfortable. For some women, it's just, it, it, it feels great for them to have that area just tightened and pulled up a little bit and they no longer have to turn the lights off and they can really feel confident with their partner. What's the Mona Lisa Touch? So the Mona Lisa Touch is a CO2 laser that really came about to treat vaginal atrophy. And so vaginal atrophy is the medical term for what we call vaginal dryness. And the three biggest groups that we're going to see experience vaginal atrophy are women that go through menopause, women that have, are breastfeeding, because breastfeeding is going to cause that drop in estrogen, and women who are breast cancer survivors. So these are the three biggest groups that we're going to see where the vaginal dryness is so severe that sex becomes painful, unbearable, and not just intercourse, women with vaginal atrophy will describe their vaginas having a sandpaper feeling. Even when just they're walking throughout the day, it feels constantly itchy, dry. Mona Lisa Touch is a laser that goes in and causes what we call microtrauma to the vaginal canal or the mucosa of the vagina. And the skin says, we've been damaged, we need to heal. And that healing process causes more lubrication, more elasticity, and all of a sudden, sex is not as painful. You're seeing a decrease in your infections, decrease in urinary tract infection, and just an enhanced sexual experience without hormones. And this procedure, how long does it take? So it takes about five minutes in the office. Treat inside the vagina. And then we also treat right what we call the introitus. So right at that rim, if you're looking at your vagina, just that rim right there, which is typically where most women are going to experience pain upon penetration. We do three sessions about four to six weeks apart. 
And from there, women will need maybe once a year maintenance. You offer sexual wellness, personalized coaching. What is that about? As I've been working in this, this specialty, what's been really great for me is that initially my patients come in and I, I'm not kidding, Anne, when I say they're coming in and they're saying, I have not been active with my partner in years. And one of the things that we talk about is that it's very isolating because it's painful for the woman. I'm talking about this in an assumption that it's a heterosexual relationship, but this can also happen in a same-sex relationship where it's painful for one person and the partner then says, well, I don't want to hurt you. And when we're intimate, I can tell that it hurts you. So I'm nervous to initiate. And so the cycle then occurs where both partners are kind of retreating and not initiating and just kind of being in their own separate world. And one of the things that's been really special for me is as we do these treatments, our conversation changes from I'm scared to have sex. We're having sex. It feels okay. It feels great to, oh my gosh, what are some fun things that we can do to keep this going? What are some positions that we can do? What are some things that we can incorporate? My practice has really evolved into just working with my patients on how they can go from really zero to 60 because it's been years where they haven't been able to be intimate to all of a sudden they're enjoying sex and what are some other things they can do to keep it interesting and really keep the flame going? I think this is great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? The biggest takeaway that anyone takes from this podcast is find a provider that really cares about you and that will really address your issues and not just push it aside and say, you know, depends is not a big deal. Do the Kegels if it doesn't work. You can just live with it because you don't have to. You have options. I think it's just an exciting time. I think people are going to see in the next year, the next couple years, if you follow technology and women's health, there's a lot of really exciting things that are coming out. So it's a good time. It's a good time for women's health. Great interview, Anne. But there's something I want to know. Is that procedure called the Mona Lisa touch because your vagina will be smiling? Smiling and shining. Oh, wow. See you next week and please stay in touch. Connect with us on Instagram or drop us a note on our website. Yes, please. Remember the three R's. Write to us, review us, rate us wherever you download your pods. Or tell us your menopause story. Or maybe there's a topic you'd like us to discuss here on The Hub. Whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. Love Hub is written and produced by Judy DeMello, Ann Katari, and Sue Delara. Music by A Cloudy Sky. Post-production assistant, Max Podcasting. Please subscribe to our show wherever you download your pods. And for more information, please visit our website, vlovehub.com. That's V-L-U-V-H-U-B dot com. And follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. See you next week.